Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Do you procrastinate? Do you tend to put things off until the very last minute to get them done? Do you find yourself having bright ideas and then not necessarily taking the action to make them a reality? You could be procrastinating. And that is what this week's episode is all about. We're going to be exploring the psychological reasons behind this common challenge. And also, I'm going to be providing you with some actionable mindset strategies to help you and your clients to overcome it. So, let's get started. So, procrastination can be a real major roadblock on the path to success, whether it's putting off important tasks or delaying progress on our goals. We've all experienced it at some point in our lives. But fear not, because by understanding the psychology behind procrastination and adopting the right mindset, we can overcome this hurdle and boost our productivity. I've done a previous episode all about the beliefs that lead to procrastination. And in this episode, we're going to look at some of the other common psychological reasons behind procrastination as a behavior. So one of the primary causes of procrastination is the fear of failure. When we procrastinate, we delay taking action because we worry about not meeting expectations or making mistakes. Another factor in our busy 24-7 information world is the desire for instant gratification. So we often tend to prioritize short-term pleasure by scrolling through um, social media or watching TV over long-term goals that require our effort or dedication. So let's explore some of the most five most common psychological reasons for procrastination And then we're going to look at some ways to help you and your client to overcome them. So if you identify with any of these, just maybe make a note, write them down, and then you can do the appropriate activity or the related activity uh, a little later on. So the first one, I've mentioned it already, is the fear of failure. Now, this often stems from the fear of not meeting expectations, making mistakes, and we delay action to avoid the possibility of failure and the feelings, the emotions associated with feeling like we've failed, which can lead to a lack of progress on our goals. The second is a lack of motivation. So sometimes if our tasks seem overwhelming or uninteresting, we may struggle to find the motivation to start or to continue working on them. So this lack of motivation can really result in procrastination as we seek more immediate sources of pleasure and gratification. 
So in the positive psychology model of flow created by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, we know that in order to be in that state of flow, we need to have sufficient challenge in what we're doing and also sufficient skill. So if either of those on either axis is missing, so if a task isn't challenging enough, we slip into boredom and apathy, which can lead to, of course, procrastination. Or if it is too challenging, if we don't have the skill level for it, then we can actually go into procrastination again because we're worried we're not going to be able to do it. We get overwhelmed. And then, of course, fear of failure can kick in as well. The next element is perfectionism. So perfectionists tend to set extremely high standards for themselves which can actually be paralyzing. Things never get finished because the fear of not being able to achieve perfection can lead to procrastination as they wait for the perfect time or the perfect conditions to act or until something is completed before they can take the next step. And so perfectionism can be quite debilitating when it comes to completing tasks and sometimes even getting past those first couple of steps of getting them started. The fourth area, the fourth common psychological reason for procrastination is time mismanagement. So if you've got poor time management skills, this can really contribute to procrastination because when we don't effectively allocate our time or set clear deadlines, tasks can tend to pile up causing stress and an increased likelihood of procrastination. So we get ourselves into a situation where we've got way too much to do. We think to ourselves, I've got too much to do. I'll never get it done. We feel stressed. We feel overwhelmed. And then we don't end up taking action. And the final one is a combination of overwhelm and lack of clarity. So feeling overwhelmed by the scope or complexity of a task can trigger procrastination. And when we don't have a clear plan or structure in place, it's really easy to delay taking action because we're uncertain about where to start or we have that sense of being overwhelmed. And so having that clarity about your plan Being able to plan and structure tasks effectively is very important when it comes to managing, removing, reducing procrastination. Now, these reasons may overlap and individuals may experience procrastination for various combinations of these psychological factors. So what we want to be able to do is to explore that with our clients and with ourselves, of course, as to which of these areas, which of the combinations of these factors are showing up for us. And then how do we actually deal with them, remove them and manage them? So let's explore in more detail. So one of the things that you can do is to take some time to do some self-reflection Uh, and journal on the following questions. So the first one is, how has the fear of failure affected your ability to take action and achieve your goals? How has the fear of failure affected your ability to take action and achieve your goals? What are some specific tasks or goals that you have been procrastinating on due to fear of failure? This is going to be really important to get some of that specificity out to really understand which tasks in particular uh, the client or yourself are procrastinating on. Then how has a lack of motivation influenced your productivity and your progress? 
And again, this is a self-insight experience. We're going to journal on it. You could also use these as coaching questions with your clients in session, if you like, as well. It can be very effective. The next one is, in what ways does perfectionism hinder your ability to start or complete tasks? So in what ways does perfectionism hinder your ability to start or complete tasks? And then how does poor time management contribute to your procrastination habits? And finally, when you feel overwhelmed or a lack of clarity, how does it impact your productivity and decision-making? Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. So they're the questions that you can use for self-reflection. You can give them to your clients for self-reflection or you can ask your clients those questions in session. And then once your client has completed the self-reflection or you've explored those questions with them, you really want to start to identify patterns. What we want to be able to do here is identify any patterns or recurring themes that emerge across those different factors. Think to yourself, are there any commonalities or connections between their fear of failure, lack of motivation, perfectionism, time management, and overwhelm and lack of clarity? Really encourage your clients to explore these. And if you're doing it as a written exercise, you may want to encourage them to write down their observations as well as they reflect on it. Um, They can either do that, you can create a worksheet or they can do that in a journal or you can have that discussion in session with them. The next one is to start to challenge beliefs and set realistic goals. So really want to help your clients to identify the limiting beliefs that underpin procrastination. And again, as I said earlier, we've got a whole episode on this. You also want to help them to reframe their fear of failure by emphasizing the learning opportunities and growth that can result from taking action and assist them in identifying sources of motivation and aligning their goals with their values and aspirations. Encourage them to set specific achievable tasks or milestones and then break them down into manageable steps. So there's actually quite a bit in here. Uh, And if you've done our program, you'll know, you know, this incredible belief change work that we can do with our clients. You can also elicit values and deeply understand those values as motivating factors as well, and really make sure that we have all of those things in alignment with our clients' goals so that we know we have intrinsic motivation as well as extrinsic motivation for getting things done. The next is time management strategies. So you can work with your clients on this to develop effective time management strategies. You can help them to create a schedule, a plan, and to prioritize their tasks if they've got difficulty doing that. You can you know, use things like the Pomodoro technique. You can ask them to use a project management tool like uh, Trello or Asana. And perhaps you have one in your coaching practice. Perhaps you have a shared project management tool that you share with your clients. You can encourage them to use that as well. So you can support your client in overcoming overwhelm and gaining clarity 
by really helping them to organize their tasks and break them down into smaller actionable items. When we're overwhelmed, it's because we tend to think about the whole elephant rather than little bites at a time. And it's when we are thinking of the whole task in its totality that we can feel like there's just so much to do that we'll never get it done. But when we take the time to get clear about the exact action steps and break it down, then it becomes so much more manageable and easy to actually undertake each of those tasks. So you can help them to use a system to capture and prioritize their ideas and tasks. So they can use a simple to-do list or, as I said earlier, a project management tool and really encourage them to seek clarification when needed from you or by going to other people who've done similar work before, reaching out to experts or mentors in relevant fields. There's so much people can do to actually uh, refine their ability around getting clarity about exactly what needs to be done and when. And there are lots of examples out there already in tools like Asana and Trello of sample projects that you can guide them through as well. And, you know, in your niche, you may know that your clients tend to want to do X. They tend to want to complete these sets of tasks. And in doing that, what you can do is you can pre-create, pre-fill some of these things for them as well. Um, You can easily share a Trello board or an Asana project uh, with a client where you've gone in ahead of time and just put the bones in there for them to really help them to get organized and overcome that overwhelm. The next thing that we can do for our clients is to establish accountability and support. And this really helps people to stay on track and stay motivated. So you need to organize, um, you know, what are, how regular are those check-ins going to be with your clients? How regularly are you going to do progress reviews with them? And give them the opportunity to really report their accomplishments, discuss any challenges and receive your guidance. Also, uh, encourage them to seek support from their friends, family or colleagues who can provide encouragement and accountability as well. And again, this depends very much on the niche that you're working in and also the level of support that you give your clients. You may be someone, for example, who uses Voxer. Uh, support or WhatsApp support in between your coaching sessions. You may be someone that has, you know, a regular check-in system with your clients um, via email, for example, or it may be that you're reviewing tasking and action taking in, you know, at the start of every coaching session. That's entirely up to you. Obviously, we want to encourage a level of independence in our clients, but depending on on your niche and the expertise and the outcome that your clients have hired you to help them achieve, you may provide more or less accountability and support in that situation. And the last thing is to make sure that you're celebrating progress. A lot of times when our clients are in the middle of making progress towards a goal, they forget to celebrate those milestones. They forget to look back and really take note of all the small wins they've been achieving along the way. So you can help your clients to do that by really acknowledging their efforts and achievements. And this just really helps to reinforce the positive action-taking behaviors and builds momentum. So obviously every client is unique. And so we need to adapt and tailor our coaching to their specific needs and circumstances. But by addressing the psychological factors behind procrastination and implementing these strategies, your clients can overcome their challenges and 
unlock their productivity potential too. And I know there's some gold in there for you as coaches in your own businesses and your own lives for managing the challenge of procrastination. I'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.